Hello, hello. This is Young Money. And Trev, the ref, back for another episode of the Shot Clock Podcast for all you NBA fans out there. Let's get it. All right. So uh, tonight we're going to talk about the the All-Star Games, uh, the All-Star Game. So uh, first of all, the All-Star Game, we think of the three-pointer contest. Man. I mean, it just uh, kind of predicted, right? Yeah, I had my boy Steph Curry from the jump. Um, I feel like he needed this one to add to his legacy, right? Like you brought up last week that he only had one three-point contest title. And um, I thought he was going to come out hungry and go get this one. And he did, especially coming off the injury and his team not really being championship contenders and him continuing to try to silence the critics all around. Um, he decided to come out with the with the burner this week and, uh, and put it on him this weekend. So, yeah, I'm not too surprised at that one. Okay, I mean, yeah, it's not like Mike Conley surprised me. Yeah, you know, I'm like who's this guy trying to hit some threes? Oh, <laughs> 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 you, know, you know, like Mike Conley, you know, he he played it well, you know, and expected, but Steph Curry but at the end, yeah, man, it's just he probably what yeah, showing he's that he's the not one of the best shooter of all time, but. I guess the best shooter of all time, you know. True. He came back and second round and won like a boss. That's all true. right, man. We talk about the three pointer contest. What about the dunk contest? Um, uh, do you enjoy it? Do you watch it or, or? True to my word, I didn't watch it. I didn't watch it live. I watched the replay, like the highlights of the best dunks and fast yeah. forward. It took me like six minutes. Um, I'm glad I didn't watch it live because it was very unimpressive. Um, Anthony Simons won, which is, I guess mm. was a surprise because I felt like Obi Toppin and Cassius Stanley, Stanley are better dunkers. But, you know, Anthony Simmons did his thing. He showed up and he takes home the title. So, yeah, I feel like this has a, uh, is an asterisk year, right? Like, I don't think any three of those guys win in a normal dunk competition year with like some real competition, but hey, they're going down in the history books. At least Anthony Simons is. So, congrats, cheers, throw the confetti. <laughs> what you think, man? Yeah, to be honest, I didn't watch the slam dunk contest either. Yeah, I mean, it was, it was just uh, it wasn't very exciting. Three pointer contest was very exciting, actually. <laughs> yeah. So I watched that, and it's the, you know, kudos to Simmons who won. Uh, uh, but, yeah, that's it. I mean, it seems like kind of sad, right? Think about it. Like, mm-hmm. the, slam dunk, the slam dunk contest is supposedly the highlight of the All-Star game. But it's like, right now, it's that's true. the least favorite, probably, right? Yeah. yeah. And they got to... They got to figure out how to get the best dunkers or at least the most exciting dunkers that everyone wants to see into the competition, right? Like, who doesn't want to see Zion? Who doesn't want to see, you know, LeBron? Who doesn't want to see all those guys? Another Zach Levine, Aaron Gordon rematch, uh, you know, and what can the NBA do to incentivize these guys to participate? Exactly. No one wants to get out there. Yeah. Yeah, we should have, like... We should have like Zion, LeBron, and Steph Curry in the slam dunk contest. Yeah, you Anthony know? Edwards, Steph Curry, man. I, that's my number one pick for dunk competition. <laughs> yeah, you know, make it fun, make it fun. 
The Shooter versus uh, Gr- uh, Grandpa James versus uh, uh, Zion Williamson. I mean, like, who doesn't want like, who doesn't want to watch that? You know, it's fun. Right? Exactly. You know <laughs> yeah. what's up. You know. See? You know, if Steph Curry dunks the ball, he at least get a forty-five or a nine. Mm-hmm. Exactly. He's great on the curb if he goes to the contest. Yes, sir. Right? Yes, sir. You gotta make something fun like that, you know? Or have, like, celebrities slam dunk contest like Stephen A., you know, dunking an eight-foot rim or something, you know? Mm-hmm. Hey, I'll be for that, too. I'll watch that. <laughs> Stephen versus, A. Versus, like, Max Hutterman or, <laughs> or the, yep. other, the, other, the other people. You know, celebrity. Yeah, that'd be fun. It's about fun, right? Mm-hmm. All right, man. We talk about, let's talk about slam dunk contest. Let's talk about skill challenge. I mean, do you enjoy it? The skill hey. challenge? Do you, do you watch it? or? I told you my boy Sabonis got skills, man. I'm a little bit surprised that he won, but, like, not. Because he's been showing that he's a triple-double machine. And he can. the offense has run through him kind of like Jokic. Um, for the him in uh, Indiana, so I'm not too surprised. He can pass, he can shoot, um, he can rebound, he can do everything you need him to do, and that's what we're kind of seeing out of a lot of these European players, especially the European bigs, is that they can be your you know utility knife. They can get get it done um, in every every aspect of the game and show up and show out for you. So um, yeah, he got skills. That man got skills. I'm not too surprised. I wouldn't have been surprised if anybody. That was in the skill challenge one because they they did a good job of picking the the skill challenge participants. Oh, you, you think it was a good uh, yeah sl- three pointer slam and uh, and skill challenge were pretty good, right? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Do at the end two 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 big mans going at it. Exactly. Okay, man. Yeah, your boy's a bonus one. Nicola uh Nicola almost won. Not Joker, but uh, Vukovic almost won. Yeah. So it'll be, it'll be that'll be good. So, all right, man. Let's t- actually talk about the the actual All Star game. Mhm. Uh, we all know that Le- uh, Team LeBron was gonna win when uh, yeah uh, when uh, when MB wasn't gonna play. Yeah. For, for Team KD, KD and uh, MB did not play. So I was like, I mean. <laughs> Bro. They should have they called you and play, you know? Yeah, I know, right? I was waiting for the call. I was by my phone. I was ready to go, man. What happened? Call Adam Silver. What's going on? Yeah, man, it was a blowout. I mean, what else are you going to say? Yeah. and I, It sucks, right? Because, you know, this whole barber situation where they might have gotten exposed to COVID and beat and Simmons. And they couldn't play, and and beef was my MVP pick, man. He was my MVP. Like, what what happened? Oh, I saw this meme where they had like these. <laughs> they had oh, um, you know how the the winning side for each quarter was um, donating to charity. So they had like this meme of like these sad kids, um, for the for their for Kevin Durant charity up there, like looking at him like, bro, y'all couldn't win at all. <laughs> Oh man, so like, yeah, it was sad. It was bad, and as it was a situation where like, this format worked so well last year, and this year it just tanked. It just didn't produce, and that's sad. That sucks. But 
Ah, what can you do, man? What can you do? When probably your best two players, Embiid and KD, don't play, what can you do? What did you think? Did you like it? Did you wa- did you watch the author game? Were you impressed? Uh, I watched a little bit, and then I'm like, dang, it's gonna be a blowout. <laughs> mm-hmm. You know, it was it was more like east, like dunks, and not just three, but like long threes and half court threes, like Steph and Dame. I'm just like, dang, Man. they're hitting, they're hitting a like half court three. I'm just like. What the heck so is happening? <laughs> you know? Yeah, what's next? Just out there. Full, what's next? What is next after half court? What, full court three now? You know, just like passing the ball and, they, and people just shoot threes. Exactly. I mean, like, now that... This time of... Uh, I haven't seen such long-distance shooting. Mm-hmm. What do you think of that? I mean, you think is I don't... I don't think... I don't think sustainable for people who aren't like Dame and stuff, right? If people try if people like not you and I but or people from NBA players or even the uh people who look up to them, right? Yeah. The college players or young kids, you know, trying to drop all this long threes and half threes. I mean what yeah. No, I agree with you. Like it's not sustainable. Like we have to realize that Steph and Dame are special talents, right? They're not the norm. Um, and, you know, maybe that'll inspire some other, like, skinny, small guards to kind of give it a shot and get some shine that they wouldn't have in the past. You know, I wish I had Steph and, and Dame when I was coming up. To, you know, I was always that small guard who could, you know, shoot a little bit, you know, do some things out there. So, you know, <laughs> <laughs> you know, you know, I could resurrect my career now looking at Steph and Dame. But uh, <laughs> yeah, man. Night, night, too old, man. I'm sorry. Dang, I missed my opportunity. <laughs> my window closed. I'm gonna go to La- Last Chance University. I got you. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, yeah, Damon Curry, I mean, they both were really impressive. You know, also Giannis too. Mm-hmm. MVP. I mean, dude, he didn't miss a shot. Sixteen for sixteen. Yeah, that was wild. How you do that? It was three for three from three two. Mm-hmm. So Giannis won, won MVP. Damian Curry hit those three, and then yeah, and then you have GM LeBron. You know, just kind of just he didn't. He was just chilling. He didn't play much. Yeah. yeah. He like he like let them young guns play. Yeah, dude, Giannis was so freaking happy to win MVP. <laughs> uh, that was the best part of the night for me. That kid was so happy. Yeah, that's the only MVP he's going to win this year. (laughs) Savage. Savage. Young Muddy not holding back today. Think about it. He's not going to win regular season MVP. He's not going to win finals MVP. Let's be be honest. Mm -hmm. Come on, right? No, you're right. You're right. You're not wrong. I'm happy with him. I mean, yeah, it wasn't a fun game, which is a blowout, and... You know, yeah. a lot of games not fun. All right. We talk about all side games kinda of done. Let's talk about the half season awards. Half season award. Who you got for your MVP? Oof. The half season award? That's a good question. Boy I go Embiid. 
I think he's just done so much. He's taken that next step. You can see the imprint of Doc Rivers being a good coach and what he's doing for Embiid. Embiid is so much more efficient this year. He seems to be much so much more focused, honed in, and like mature. And that has been the thing that has been holding him back, and you can see it. You can see the growth. You can see the improvement. And he's putting all the pieces together, and that's kind of scary for the rest of the league. Um, his stats are top-notch. His efficiency is top-notch. You know, his PER is top-notch. Uh, I got to give it to Embiid, especially with the way the Sixers are playing, and they're up there at the top of the East. And, um, yeah, I give it to him, Embiid. And he also is one of the best defenders, too, right? Yeah. It's an all-around player. What can you say? What, what I mean, you got? I mean, you can give a case for, like, Jokic or LeBron, right? Jokic right now. Mm-hmm. I mean, he has the best PER. I mean, this yeah. guy's a this guy's the walking triple double, literally. Fair. Uh, but it seems in sixth place, so it's kind of hard, right, for him. Mm-hmm. So you'll just have the stats, the best PER, but but uh, but the team in sixth place. If his team was were maybe like second or third or top four, then you have a very good chance. But because MB have both, right? You have the yeah. stats. Defense is great, uh, but also, uh, uh, but also it's number one. Uh, it yeah. seems number one in, in the in the in, in the uh, East. I mean, you can say also LeBron James, right? Mm-hmm. You know, the third seed with no AD, thirty-six years old, Grandpa James can still carrying the team. You know, without AD, um, so I mean, you can make a case for uh, uh, for him too, or. In my opinion, the last like, ever since the James Harden trade, man, yeah, I think James, I think James Harden is the MVP. Really? Yeah, ever ever since the trade. I mean, okay, Ex- explain this one. Go ahead. To think about, let me explain this one. This guy's been balling, James Harden. I mean, I was leaving like Houston, so it's far for him to try to guess. He's had like top five in MVP, at least in my opinion, James Harden. Mm-hmm. He went there. Um, they won. Uh, uh, I mean, they, they won a good, uh, a very high amount of game about KD. True. And he, he looks like, and this guy's like, he averaged like a triple double almost when he got there. And he played for them. Um, and uh, this team has been winning a lot. True. Well, hate well, uh, KD and sometimes well, Kyrie. So, uh, I mean, these guys have been carrying the Brooklyn Nets, and they are in second place. So okay. I'm not saying he, I'm not saying he will win the P. James Harden, but his impact ever since he went to Brook, uh, the Brooklyn Nets, man, it's just like, you know, he. He he play uh, selfishly, mm-hmm. selflessly. Sorry, uh, not selfish, selflessly. And he's been more of. I mean, he has he's always been a facilitator, but he's he's facilitating the ball more, he's sharing the ball more, a lot more. He's not do as much, right? When whereas when he was at Houston, he had to do a lot. Yeah, he, he had a pass. He had a pass. He got he got to score like thirty points. Forty points in order for them to win, 
he can now he can score like twenty five points and and they yeah. can win. So yeah, yeah, I love actually love watching James Harden play right now. You know, then mm-hmm. then when he was with the uh, Houston Rockets, right now he got more weapons. But yeah, I mean those are you know uh, up there, right? You can also argue for you know Steph and Dame up there, or you know, but maybe not Steph, right? The team is not in the playoffs. Yeah, maybe Dame, maybe Dame, uh, Luca. So, but yeah, that's it. You know, yeah, I think I'd be right now the clear favorite to win. So yeah, that makes sense. All right, dude, who's in rookie of the year then? Oh, rookie of the year, Lamelo Ball, easy. Like that's not even close. Like if you if if he's not the unanimous uh, rookie of the year at this point in the season, I want to know who the heck voted against him because they should just be immediately fired from everything. They should just be sent off of the planet on one of freaking um, Tesla's, what's his name? Freaking Elon Musk. Elon, Elon Musk's. Musk. Yeah. Take Elon Musk, send this guy off on a, a spaceship and just send him to outer space. Whoever doesn't vote for LaMelo Ball at this point. Like, what do you need to see? Who's better and why? Because it just wouldn't make any sense. So that's easy. I don't know. You, if you say, if you, please tell me you got LaMelo Ball. I don't want to have to send you off to Mars. I don't want to send you to Mars, your money. <laughs> if we take it to Mars, why not? <laughs> Only you, I mean, bro. I mean, yes, obvious. It has to be Lamelo La- 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 Ball, right? So, mm-hmm. I mean, he's, he's leading category in everything. I mean, do ever since has been a starter. Yeah. This guy is just. You know what J. Mark Green said about Lamelo La- Ball? What's that? He said, Lama, he said, LaMelo is a problem. This is true. What I mean is, basically, he's not a problem in the sense, you know, you know, we've been thinking that he's the opposite of a solution, that he's the problem. But when they say he's a problem, he means he, he's good. He's uh, more than good. He's skillful. Um, I mean, his, his uh, IQ, like, one of the greatest things about LaMelo is, like, his passing ability, right? Dribbling mm-hmm. ability, pass or oh, dribbling, passing, same. Sorry, uh, dribbling and then passing. Uh, and his IQ is very high, and he's quick, and he's big, and he's long. Uh, and he could pass, you know, because he's tall and big. He could, he could, he could see do uh, uh, a lot of people that who you know different angles because you have better vision once you are taller. So. Uh, I mean, I mean, no offense against shorter people, but <laughs> <laughs> that's true. But you, you can see, you know, that's why there's a reason why quarterbacks are like six feet in uh, in the uh, NFL, so you can see have a better range mm-hmm. and long range, better range. Um, but but yeah, man, he, man, this guy is gonna man. I love watching him play. Actually, man, I can't wait to him soon play again. Mm-hmm. All right, man, we got rookie MVP, rookie. Who you have defensive play of the year? Oh, this is a tough one, but I think I got to go with Ben Simmons. Um, ben, and that might ben be Simmons? a shock. Yeah. And that, my, my reason for that is because the Sixers are one of the best defensive teams in the league right now. They might be number one. I haven't checked like far as like the stats go and all that analytics and all that jazz. They might be number one. Um, I know they're definitely top five, right? Top, probably top three. 
Um, and I think he's a driving force behind that. Ben Simmons is quick, athletic, long. He can guard one through five. And he 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 can shut down the opposite team's best player. Well, not shut down, limit them. All right? And he does that on a nightly basis while still being a key contributor on the opposite end. So I got to give it to Ben Simmons on that one. And we saw what happened last season, right, when they lost Ben Simmons and how their defense started to fall apart along with their offense and then being able to generate, you know, open shots. Ben Simmons is such a key piece, especially on defense and being able to guard the opposing team's best wing and sometimes their best post player that um, you got to go with them. There's other, the other, other people on this list that you can think of for potential defensive player of the year are not guarding one through five. Maybe Giannis. Right, but and B. Colbert, you know. Yeah. What about what about, about co star? Yeah, and has been good, but I don't think that Embiid has the same level of discipline and ability to guard one through five as Simmons does. Right. I mean, I yes, think you lose he, more. He, I mean, he's more versatile because he is. Yeah. He, he he's six ten. You know, he, he plays like a point guard. Mm-hmm. Uh, whereas Embiid just. He's just a big, right? So yep. he can't really guard guards, only maybe forwards or center. Yep. Um, so you can't really just discount that because of that, right? Um, I mean, MBS, what? 1.1 block, 1.1 steal. You know? Mm-hmm. 1.1. Four, so I mean, you make guess for MB, but yeah, I think uh, Simmons will be a good choice. Dude, yeah. he locked down like yeah. wing players like crazy at the end, actually. Yeah. So is Embiid your choice? Uh, uh, I think I think I think I give it I give Ben Simmons slight slight uh. Slight win. Okay, fair, fair. I mean, not not very, uh, not very high, but or very um, favorite, but he, but he definitely is up there. I think he's gonna win. So yeah, uh, Ben Simmons, Ben. We talk about MB and Ben Simmons, the 76ers, man. Look at them. <laughs> there you go. MVP, defensive player of the year. I mean. Wow, good for them. All right, six men of the year. Jordan Jor- Clarkson. Come on, that's it. Yeah. Go ahead. I agree. I agree with you. Like, there's no other choice. Jordan Clarkson's been lighting it up all year for the Jazz off the bench. Lou Williams ain't what he used to be. Montrez Harrell ain't that all that no more. There's just nobody else that's doing what he's doing as a six man. Like, that's an easy pick. It's just like the Lamella ball. If you're not, if he's not unanimous for six man of the year, like, what are you doing? So, I agree with you on that one. Yeah, man, Jordan Clarkson, dude. Dude, he, got, he dropped 40 point one time off the bench. I'm like, dang. <laughs> mm-hmm. All right, man, six men of the year, close of the year. Monty Williams, the Suns versus Quinn Snyder, the Jazz. Who you got? Or you got someone else? I got Quinn Snyder. I have okay, Quinn Snyder. Why? Okay, go ahead. Because you, go. you know. <laughs> go, go ahead, go ahead, sir. Thank you, sir. Take a bow. Um, 
I, as you know, I'm not a big Jazz fan. I don't think they're as good as what their talent is on their team. So I kind of have to give it to Quinn Snyder for putting these pieces um, in the best possible position to win. And he's getting the he's getting the best out of these players on this team right now. Like he's maximizing his talent, and they are performing very well this season. They have been shutting up a lot of critics, including myself, and um, they deserve to be rewarded by that. Um, specifically, their coach for putting them in the best position to win games and coaching well, um, and developing, and and all those things. So. I got to go with Quinn Snyder. I don't think anybody came into the season saying, you know what, the Utah Jazz are going to be the number one seed in the West, but they've played like it for most of the season. And they might very well be the number one seed come playoff time. Will they win it all? I still do not think so. I still think they're going to be a team that's going to get ousted probably in the second round. Um, they kind of remind me of those teams. Like, remember, remember when Dallas and the Dallas Mavericks were the number one seed and they lost to the AC Warriors? They kind of remind me of oh. one of those teams. Dang, dude. You bogus. You a hater. <laughs> you know, I'm a hater. It's, it is what it is. I like it. But um, I don't know. I just don't, I just, I'm just not a big Utah Jazz fan. I don't think they have a superstar on their team. I know a lot of people like Donovan Mitchell. I don't think he is a 1A on a championship team. I think he can be your 2. Um, and I don't think Gobert's a 2. I think Gobert's a 3. He's a good defensive anchor. But, um, yeah, they got a lot of nice role players, Bogdanovich, Ingles, Mike Conley. But they're missing they're missing something. And that's, yeah, I don't know. Quinn Snyder, you got your team number one seed. Take your trophy. Coach of the year. What you, what you got, dog? Hmm. Monty Williams, man. The Suns. Look, listen. Fair. The, the the Suns, they were on the playoffs team last year, okay? They were probably mm-hmm. ranked like 13 or 12 or around there, right? 12, 13. But this year, they are second. Do you hear that? Second. Mm-hmm. So, so they, jumped like 10, they jumped like 10 seats, whereas the Utah Jazz, well, last year they were 4 fifth, right? They jumped like 4 or 5 seats. So, yeah, I mean, both of them are, are, uh, are spectacular, but... I mean, no one expected the Phoenix Suns in the playoff this year, uh, right? Maybe some people, right? Like Chris Paul, yeah, they go, yeah, yeah. They may be a bottom tier, maybe at the best, right? Six, seven, yeah. eight seat, maybe. But dang, but then number two seat, number two. That's and guess fair. what? And they're going to be number one. That's fair. You That's heard right, said, man. Wait, they catching? They're going to catch up, probably. Wait, 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 wait. You're saying they're going to be number one seed? Yeah, man. Yeah. Okay, that's that's bold. That's very bold. Okay, I'll give that to you. That's bold. I do like the Suns, and I do like Monty Williams and what he's done with that team, you know, but okay. All right. Yeah, you know, you know. I'm spicy tonight, you know. They're going to be number one. Hey, spicy barbecue chicken for my boy Shaquille O'Neal. I like it. <laughs> all right, all right, man. The last thing we talk about tonight is do we got to we got we got to talk about the Brooklyn Nets. I mean, yeah, they they, they just basically took over the NBA. Dude, they are trying what, to. What, uh-huh. what, what, when James Harden got traded, the Brooklyn Nets, everybody talk about them. 
You know, yep. they're always on the news. Go ahead. We can say. They about Blake Griffin. To... Right. Yeah, the Nets freaking got Blake Griffin, and they are trying to, like, straight Thanos the league with getting the freaking all the stones. Like, they have the freaking gauntlet right now, and they're just crushing everybody. <laughs> like, it doesn't make sense. Like, and they're the word on the street is they're trying to get Andre Drummond now, too. Like, what? What? Dude, young money. Mm-hmm. The Nets are not here to play games. They're not playing games. Like, this Blake Griffin piece, I like this ad. Because Blake Griffin can do anything you need him to do, really. He can rebound. He can score. He can pass still. You know, he's not as, as, as athletic as he used to be. But that's okay. He doesn't need to be. He doesn't need to be a 20-plus point scorer, you know, all that Duncan highlight reel type of guy anymore. He just needs to be a piece that gets some boards, makes a few jump shots, passes, and plays within this system that they have going on here. And I think he can do that and do that very well and add depth to the Nets. This is, man, if the Nets are healthy, I don't see how you beat them. I just don't. Like, what do you do? Like, they're from top to bottom, they're just amazing. Yeah, I mean, the Nets know they are missing bigs, right? I mean, they have DeAndre Jordan. Yeah. Um, They had Jared Allen. They had Jared Allen. And now the only bigs they're missing right now is um, uh, what? DeAndre Jordan, right? Now, think about it. They have another big. Andre Drummond, you can, you can throw Andre Drummond on, on MB, you can throw Deion Jordan on MB, you can throw Blake Griffin on MB, you can throw sometimes yep. Jeff Green, KD. I mean, that's it, man. Yep. Brooklyn, that's man. So do you think Blake Griffin, do you think the biggest big difference, a small difference? Or uh, like, we don't know they they kind of the favorite already, right? So yeah. we, we, we're adding... Uh, Lakers for making a big favor or just a small one favor to win it all. He will make a difference. I won't say it's won't, I won't say it's a big difference or a small difference. He'll make a difference. Um, so somewhere between a solid or? somewhere in between. Yeah, a solid difference. Because, like you said, he adds more rebounding and size. But like he's also not like a center. He's not. He's not gonna be your best best at guard. Someone like Embiid, which they got to figure that out. Can DeAndre Drummond be that person? Maybe in his prime he could be. But right now, even in his prime, like you're still gonna Embiid's gonna be a handful for anybody. So you want at least have two big someone that can get you some fouls in there while they're trying to guard Embiid. And if they can get Andre Drummond, man, it's over. It is over. Dang, yeah, the Brooklyn Nets look way too good. Well, we can't crown them yet because mm-hmm. uh, they haven't won anything. But yeah, the Brooklyn Nets. So who's gonna beat them then? Um, who can beat them? Yeah, I think the Sixers can beat them because, like, um, as we talked about, they have that size and that length, and I think they're hungry. They got good coaching. Sixers can beat them. Um. Ooh, dude, the Lakers can beat them. You can't. Ne- you can never count on a LeBron-led team with AD and the pieces they have out there. Harrell, Schroeder, you know, you can't ever count them out. Can't count out the Clippers. I know they flamed out last year, but they've been playing better. I think they're more focused. Um, you got Kawhi, Paul George, and they're hungry. 
the Williams. They, you can't never count them out. They can beat anybody on any, any given night. The Suns are looking nice. You got two of the best players in the league with Devin Booker, Chris Paul, Andre, Andre, DeAndre Aiden's coming to his own. And they got some nice role players around there too. Jay Crowder, Dario Saric, you know, Mikhail Bridges. Can't count them out. Utah Jazz. I'm going to give them Utah Jazz some credit today right now. I will say that they can beat anybody. They've proven me wrong so far this season. I can't say that they aren't. I still can't consider them contenders. But they've proven that they can play with the best. So I can't really say that they couldn't beat the Nets right now. Like They are a good team. They're, real, they're well-rounded. They got defense in the post and offense in the post with Rudy Gobert. You know, Derek Favors being back on the team. I'm not sure how they match up on the wing against Kyrie and KD and James, but they got some players. And I think those are only teams. I'm not sure. If, I don't think there's anybody else that can really beat the Nets in a seven-game series or even challenge them. So you say Jazz and Philly? Jazz, Philly, L.A., both the L.A. teams. That's about it. Yeah. Ain't nobody beat the Brooklyn Nets, man. Injuries can. Yep. You know? That's all we're hoping for. You know, injuries can, but they, they look. Injuries or COVID, I guess, or either or both, you know. Uh, but, yes, sir. But, yeah, man, they, they, it's too stacked. Three superstars. You know, they are not a bunch of role players now. This role player looks like glorified role players. You know? Yep. <laughs> And they having Blake Griffin under Dremit. Mm-mm. Woo. That's it, man. That's it for the league, man, you know? Might as well wait for your your white flag, you know? Uh Uh-huh. All right, man. That's all we got uh, for you guys tonight. Peace out. Later. Have a good one. See you next week.